Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Yeah, no maps have been drawn. No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill Magic. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. Is he dating Tulimpongolo? The streets are talking. <laughs> to the streets of the cool streets. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of Podcast and Chill. Uh, I don't know if you can tell that I'm so nervous, man. This is probably the most uh, high-profile interview I've ever done, Chief. Tutu <laughs> Zadizuma, uh, how are you, brother? I'm doing well, MacGyver McGee. I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? Fuck, you know my fucking name. This is crazy. <laughs> you, you're a legend, man. You know, we, we followed your development over the years. Yeah. We wondered where you disappeared to. I like the reinvention, man. I like the reinvention. Congratulations on, on what it is that you're doing. And I'm more than happy to be on your platform. I think this is a great opportunity for myself. So thank you very much to you, sir. Thanks, man. Listen, before we get to know you a little bit better, I want to know, dog, how does it feel to be the most wanted man in the country? Like, the ladies love you. I've never met a lady who does not like you, bro. Well, I think it's it's twofold. Uh, over the past few years, I was the most wanted man by the Hawks and the NBA. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take this and I'll take this and I'll, I'll take a look at this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with this, uh, this, this uh, turnout and events. But, you know, it's, it's, it's life we live like. It is what it is. And has it always been like that? Like growing up, like were you a ladies' man? Did ladies want you all the time? <laughs> um, let's just say I've, I've always minded my own business. But, you know, I... Yeah. <laughs> well, what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, I'm, I'm, it's, 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 we, we've enjoyed our lives. That's what it is, man. You know, it's, it's, it's good to be, to, to be liked and to be loved. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'll take it. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. So how much attention were you getting when you were young from, 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 from ladies? Like, was it a lot or? Oh, you're talking about now that's been, this is, it's nothing new, dog. No, it's nothing new. Let's get that straight. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just been, it's, it's a bit more highlighted and, and, and broadcast now, but I've, I've been all right. I've, I've, I've done okay in my life. Do you still remember like your first girlfriend or the first girl who broke your virginity? Uh, we all do, don't we? Of course. What are you talking about? Yeah, who is she? <laughs> is she still around? I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't kept in touch. I haven't spoken to, to any of them in a very long time. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm, I'm sure she's still around. She wasn't out of, out of, out of no, you know, but. Wherever she is, I'm sure she's cool. 
Because I know you went to Pretoria Boys High, right? You following you guys and your Wikipedia and stuff, <laughs> just putting stuff out there. No. Oh, not, not, not Pretoria Boys High. No. Where, where did you go, bro? Where did you go? That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I was at Sacred Art College. Mm. Uh, so anyway, my, I, I was born in Maputo, right? So I've done, a, I've, I've been around, let me put it that way, mm, right? Mm. In Mozambique. So um, various schools from the International School in Maputo all the way to Mbangini High School in Mbangini, KZN. Mm. So yeah, that's basically it, not Pretoria Boys High. So, so that means junior childhood, you were in and out of Mozambique as a type vibe? <laughs> Um, I think, to put it simply, it was um, during the era when, you know, some of our, our elders were fighting whatever struggle they were fighting at the time. They had their own responsibilities, their own roles to play. Um, and I had the fortune of being born outside of the country. I was born in, in, in Maputo um, to my South African parents. Um, and then from there, we moved around. So it wasn't in and out. It was for... The most part of my, my my childhood and my early teens until I ended up in in Johannesburg. So that's that's been it. Yeah, and what what primary school did you go to? Um, I was in well in international school in it was called international, so it still exists in Maputo. But then in Zimbabwe, Groombridge Primary, and then in South Africa, Sacred Heart College. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you were growing up, like, at, at what point did you realize, like, shit, man, my dad is famous? Um, you know, it's actually quite funny because back in the day, um, we we're talking about the mid-80s. So when, and this is my experience of it, well, living, living outside of the country, there was a lot of, um, you know, we lived in a time where everything was, was highly political uh, based on, struggles and, 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 and liberation of, of South Africa, you know, the apartheid era time and, and that sort of stuff. So at that point, the only material we got to understand what was going on was twofold. One, political school of, of sorts, there's something called the Young Pioneers, which was like a, for all intents and purposes, Boy Scouts for um, little ANC children, you know, and we probably dressed up in the ANC wow. scarves and regards. So that's that's where we started understanding who the role players are. And you know, a lot of the guys we still know today who are in, in senior positions grew us up. And secondly, they had um, these um, footage, uh, videotape um, footage that they used to travel up and down. So wherever in the world you were, um, they'd bring these tapes, and on these tapes you'd see all our struggle icons, um, whether they were in prison at the time or not, just footage and speeches. Um, protests from 76 and just the role play. So when I first realized um, that my father was somewhere in the mix is when I saw him in, in some of the, the footage, like, okay, I know that guy. Yeah. You know, so that's what I realized. And I'd say that was probably mid-80s. Yeah. That's when I first realized. And, and was he an absent father or like was he always around during your childhood? I think you know, growing up, you, you've, you know, as, as, as a kid, you never realize these things, um, absenteeism or, or, you know, only late in life when you start reconciling. So he was always, he was, he was, he was never there, but he was always there. If, I, don't know, I don't know if that makes sense. So, you know, he'd have to disappear. He did whatever he needed to do. Um, but, you know, he, he never disappeared long enough for us to, to miss him or wonder where he was. Yeah. So he was there. He's been, he's been a great father throughout, throughout um, you know, bearing in mind what him and others were 
were up to at the time. I think he was he was great. And what about your mom? Was she around like all the time? Yeah, she was around all the time. Yeah. Um, cooked, clean, whipped our asses, the whole thing. Yeah. She whipped your ass, my dog. Oh, yo, yo, come on. Didn't, didn't you get your ass whipped? <laughs> but my son is not Zuma, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's what it is. But she was always there. She, she grew us up, man, and she 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 taught us some very strong life lessons that, that still that are still relevant today. So would you say that you had a normal childhood like, you know, I would have had, or is it different based on who you are? Not as normal as can be. Very, very normal childhood. Yeah. Very, very normal. So you wouldn't that get like, like Mandela just walking in the kitchen one day when you're trying to make some sandwich or something? Sorry, I missed that. No, I'm saying you wouldn't get like Mandela walking while you're trying to make a sandwich one day. I mean, gee, the man was on Robin Island, we saw, you know, <laughs> not him, but... There was, yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm sure there were famous there. people that came to your house, right? There's, 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 um, there's plenty, plenty. I mean, I can, there's a whole list of them that a lot of them are still around that um, change our diapers even, that babysat us. You wow. know, some of them are, um, are ministers, some of them are... Uh, former president, some of them are, uh, you know, constitutional court judges. You know, these are these are people that, you know, when you look back at it and you're like, okay, I remember this gentleman. Um, you know, he used to, he used to look after us, you know, he used to babysit us. And, you know, we came up with, we grew up with other kids as well. So it was one big happy family. Who, they they who sheltered as well from the reality of what was going on. Who are you talking time. about? Who'd be the most famous person um, that like changed your diaper? <laughs> um... There are a few, but I think that the ones, the ones that I'll, I'll point out now, and this is um, the period in, in, in Mozambique, because I mean, that, you know, uh, that was when I was wearing diapers, of course, yeah. up until that would have been, from my recollection, would have been um, Dr. Matthews Poster, that's, he's still alive, he's, you know, he's a cool dude. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, and the last time I actually saw this, um, the constitutional court judge, his name is um, Judge L.B. Sachs. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but he's, he's an old man now. And he actually lived down the road from us in, in the apartment we used to stay um, in, in Maputo. And the story be, behind him, the, the last time I actually saw him, it was proper. He used to stay at his place. Um, he used to, you know, make us peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And the last time I actually saw him um, was probably in, the data might have mixed up, probably around 86, um, maybe 87. He's if 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 you if you look him up, he's his arm got blown off in a in a car bomb blast. And I remember that day um, we heard the blast. We'd gone downstairs to see what's happening. We didn't know who it was. Only years later we understood that it was Uncle Albi. Um, it planted a car bomb in his car, and when he tried to open the the door handle, it it, it blew his his arm off. So that's probably um, some that's some of the the high profile people that I can claim. Yeah. And, and 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 how close how close were you with your siblings growing up? Like how was like a Christmas in your household? It must have been crazy, right? Yeah, it's it's been it's it's you know it's, it's the dynamics have changed over the years because um, it started off you know regular normal um, you know siblings. It was my older brother um, um, at that time, so you know a few of us, and then over the years. You know, almost every year there's someone new. So the place, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know. B-O-M, uh, bring your own mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So over time, it, 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 it got a whole lot more lively. But, um, you know, you learn to understand and you learn to, to, to work through it. And it's become, it's become one big family festival. That's it. Would, you, would you say you're dad's favorite, though? Pardon me? Would you say you're dad's favorite? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, I had, uh, my, my little brother passed away and I think he was everyone's favorite. He was my favorite as well. So I, I believe he's out of everybody. He was, he was, um, and including my father, he was definitely the favorite. And was there pressure like growing up to live up to your dad's standards, you know, um, to get into politics and, and then, you know, even surpass him in some of the stuff that he's done? Is there always pressure like that? There's never been any pressure. Um, there still is no pressure. Uh, I think he, he did what he needed to do. That's That's been his life. Um, he he took the political route when he was 16, 17 years old, and that's that's all he knows. Um, fortunately for some of us, we've, we've had uh, options in, in our lives enough. I've taken the commercial route. I've taken the business route. And that's, that's what I became, and that's who I am today. So the pressure of politics, no, sir. And why do you take the business route? Because if I was you, dude, I would never want to work a day in my life. I mean, what the, what the fuck for? I'm sorted. Uh, you, no, no, no. Sorted by what? What do you mean? Sorted by... <laughs> I'm sorted for life. <laughs> but but the, the question is, who's who's sorting you out? And I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a dependent or to, to be dependent on someone else's successes or mm, someone else's... Mm, I'm trying to build my own thing, you know? Mm. Um, so that, that was the drive to say, look... Whenever the time comes, I want to be able to say, "This is what I built," um, and it, it's it's hard work. You you know, you've, I mean, you've 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 worked your your ass off. I mean, we've seen we've seen your development um, and, and what it is that you're doing now to 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 start off a podcast and to to successful one at that. It's it's not an easy thing to do, but unless you are putting in those hours, yeah, it's not going to. So it, the 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 grind is um, is predetermined by 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 the hunger. I just, I just wanted to be... And why business? Like, couldn't you have done, like, maybe music or sports or something like that? Why, why do you choose business? I think uh, the way the way I looked at it is, at the time, we, we all make decisions for uh, on what's best for us at that period of time. And at that time, I was like, yo, man, I need to start... I need to start paying bills. <laughs> you know, I need to start putting my life on. You know, and, and, and respect to anyone that takes, you know, the sports route, the, 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 the music route. Everyone's got different talents. Everyone brings... Um, different um, abilities to the table. And in my mind, for what I was trying to do and, and where I saw myself, I believe that the commercial route was definitely the way to go. And fortunately, I haven't regretted that to this point. And who inspires you when um, you, you start venturing into business? Who are you looking up to? Oh, there's a, there's a whole whole host of people. You know, there's, there's people that we read about in, 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 in magazines and newspapers. And, you know, we watch the news so there's there are people that have done well um, locally in South Africa and on the African continent. You know, there's usual suspects, and I'm not going to name them, but there's there's other people that you look at, um, and even till today that that's still inspiring. There's uh, the one gentleman, for example, that I, I met at the State of the Nation address. His name is Tando, 21-year-old businessman from the Eastern Cape, um, and he's doing some some amazing things at a young age. And I'm like, and I, I try to put myself. In his shoes, you know, when I was 21, you know, he started doing business when he was 16. And then I'm like, what goes through your mind? You know, it's at 16 years old to 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 start, you know, um, getting economically active. And it did inspire me, you know, and this is someone that I've, I've, I've uh, managed to, to, to get a, uh, to get closer to and to understand his mind frame, what makes him tick, because 
if he's doing that in 2020 and he's 21 years old, I mean, the trajectory from the next 15, 20 years is going to be amazing. And the way I look at it is like, yeah, I'm trying to jump on to what he's doing. You know, I'm trying to understand how he's doing it because when we, 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 we look back, he's going to be a pioneer in, in what he's doing for his generation. Yeah. Now it'll be foolish. I'm the guy. I don't, I don't need to tie up with anybody. No, I need to learn from, from, from this guy, 21 years old, who's pushing the boundaries. So there've been a lot of influences um, just across the board, not just business, there's, you know, sports icons, um, entertainers that have done some, some amazing things over time. And, and, and is this something that you studied? <laughs> there's, there's, you, there's you too, you know what I'm saying? We look at you and then, and, 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 you know. Well, you I can't you. believe this. I can't believe it. <laughs> no, 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 let me look at it. When, when, when you first popped up, you know, the first thing is, MacGyver, who names himself <laughs> MacGyver, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, you, you got our attention. And from then, I mean, you, you, you've developed, you, you've, you've progressed, you've diversified. Um, but, you know, your skill set and what you do is, is, is based on the entertainment space and you've pushed the boundary on, uh, once again. And that's, that's something we can all learn from. Appreciate so, it, man. You know, I appreciate yeah. it. And the reason why I want to find out about your childhood, right? Because, uh, you know, when we look at the, the, the paper or the media or whatever, we're thinking, all right, cool. Uh, you know, being a, a child of Zuma, you're privileged, you know, it must be great. You can have whatever you want. Everything is easy. But then there's also, you know what they say, there's a gift and a curse. You know, there's a good side and a dark side of what, what's the dark side of that? Like what comes with that that people don't actually get to see and the challenges and the pressures that you as a child of someone um, who's so profound and prominent um, comes with? I think there's, there's, a, there's, there's definitely a dark side. Um, you know, let's be clear about that. It's, it's, a, it's a very traumatic dark side because when you grow up and, and, you know, the journey that my father's had politically or in the political sphere has been very different to a, a whole host of other politicians um, in South Africa, at least. And the reason I say that is he's been persecuted for a very, very long time. Um, if you look at his, 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 his journey, and let's just talk about, you know, we won't even talk about the apartheid days because, you know, that goes without saying. From 94 up until today, we're in 2020. And from 1996, at least, there's not one week, I can guarantee you, there's not one week that has gone by where his trials and tribulations have not been written about in a negative light. Hmm. So now... When you sit as as um, as a child or a relative or a friend of, of his, and you see this bashing um, week in week out, and there's times where it's, it's literally every day back to back, um, it, it has a certain effect on you. You know, um, the world is is a very big place. You know, there's there's times where and you know dinner table conversations. You're minding your own business. You're trying to have a nice meal, and then people bring up politics. You know, people may be aware, may not be aware that you're related. And, you know, the conversation pops up and everyone's got an opinion. They've got the right to have the opinion. But now how that affects someone like myself as a, as a, as a relative, um, you know, no one likes to hear people talking rubbish about someone that, that you love. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it creates a whole host of emotions and, and how I've had to approach the world. You know, um, uh, you know, the question people have asked me, yeah, but all of a Sunday you are now in the public light. And I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's not that I've, I've, I've always minded my own business. It's just, you know, for some reason, the spotlight is being shone up, um, upon me and, and it's cool. I'll, I'll take it. But it comes with the pressures. It comes with the expectations of, 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 of being in that space. And without belaboring the, the, the point, there's, there's one thing that I want to say. And what was 
what was my main driving factor? And this was when you'd ask earlier on um, why business, like I could have chilled, you know, and then just carried on with life is for the longest period. And I'm talking about from back when I was, I was younger, but the main thing um, that, that one hears is, um, especially when it comes to politicians, is ah, these guys are just chowing taxpayers' yeah, money, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Enjoying on taste. So in, in my mind, I'm like, no, that's not true. Um, are there perks? Um, no doubt. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say no, it was, it was just downside. There was some upside. But when it comes to, to, to the point where I've made my decision, I said, no one is going to tell me that I've benefited and I'm living my life off taxpayers' money. Uh, money. That's why I decided to go business and I decided to go private business. So people can't, can't point these fingers. Mm. So that has a whole host of issues. Everything that, I, that I've had to do has been microscoped, has been spotlighted, mm. has been highlighted. You know, people are like, ah, you know, you get things easy. It's like, no, I jumped through 10 times more hoops than anybody else. That's a fact. Um, and, you know, it's it's all good. That's life. We we had to live it. And But doesn't that suck? Because you didn't choose that, bro. You didn't choose that life, you know? No, no, but, but like I said, you know, we I'm, I'm a person that believes in taking the good with the bad. Mm. You know, the, the good times, no doubt. Um, there's been some some great successes, of course. There's been some some dark side and some downtime. The only difference between now and then is this is my journey. I'm charging my own journey. Mm. Um, based on my parent or my father, this is me. So if they have anything to say about me or what it is that I'm trying to do, I'm, I'm grown. I'm, I'm here. I can have these discussions. We can we can lock horns. You know, it's not it's not you know I'm not a 12 year old or 10 year old kid anymore. You know, I'm, I'm well on my way to 40. Damn, dog. <laughs> And then we, you know, we're good to go in whichever, whichever way <laughs> that whatever makes sense to you. And I say we, we're good to go, we're good to go. And how do you and distinguish like friendships and relationships? Because I'm thinking, you know, a lot of people that you meet just want something out of you because of what you can do for them or the illusion that you can do something for them. No, I think um, most times it is the way I've lived my life is if I can assist, I will. And if I can't, I'll be like, yeah. Sorry, fam, not going to happen. Um, you know, impossible. So whether it's it's someone that uh, is 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 there to 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 take advantage, or we we, we see these things. You're sitting there. We know how to read the situation in the room. We know how to read um, people's approaches, advances, body language, um, and it's it's all up to you whether you want to assist or not. You know, and and where I'm at is if I can help someone, whether I know them or not, it would be a pleasure. And if I can't and I'm not able to, then it, it won't happen. And that's not because I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to. So do you, have, do you have friends? Yeah, I've got some guys that are very good friends. For real? What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, what do you think for real? No, I'm just saying, saying, how do you know like someone is a true, true friend? You know what I mean? Uh, the, the, you know, the, the fortunate uh, situation uh, from my side is I've had some testing times in life. Um, and the testing times have been secondhand from my side. Mm. So looking at that, my father's experience. So there's times where he's gone through stuff and I've caught strays, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For what he was going through. Yeah. I've seen people disagree. Um, some of the cases he's been, he's been, he's been um, involved in. Uh, there's a time where he was fired as a deputy president at the time. People have disappeared. You know, that was off, 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 off his issues at the time. I've gone through my own issues where I face the same issues where, you know, I've, I've been they've, they've looked at me up and down with a microscope, 
they've x-rayed, they've, they've tried to find whatever they can. And I've seen people like, oh, hot potato, yeah, we need to distance ourselves. So the way I've seen it is through those testing times um, from, from my side. There's people that have disappeared. The ones that have stayed, have stayed, and they've taken some serious heat for me. Damn. And, uh, those are the real uh, ones, yeah. That's what it is. So for me, it's, it's a very, very simple thing. When the times were bad, there's a lot of people that disappeared, but there's ones that stuck around there, and I know, I know who they are. And do you do the same with women? Do you deal with women the same way? I'm a married man. What are you talking about? Yeah, before you were married. I mean, you must have gotten a lot of ladies that wanted you as well. <laughs> uh, look, the male-female interaction, I mean, that that's, it varies. It depends on, on, on people. For me, I always try to, to surround myself with, with good people, with, with positive people. I mean, I'm not trying to get involved in, 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 in uh, the funny business and, and how things turn out. So... One needs to be careful. You need to, to as best as you, you can, you know, vet coming into life. Whether it's, it's, it's female companions, whether it's, it's friends, whether it's business partners, there needs to be some serious, some, some, some vetting that's done, you know, reference. Like, yo, McGee, do you know this person? I'll be like, yo, cool person, but be careful. This is mm. a situation. Like, if we don't know the person, it's our duty to try and understand. Them. So it, it, it's, we, 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 we need to put our, our guard up. You can't just walk into everything expecting um, for everyone to love you or think they're there and have your best interests at heart. It's not the way the world works. Do you still remember how you met your, your wife? Yes, I do. Yeah? yeah? What is going on? No, it was just it was a random, chilled, late afternoon, evening on the weekend and, you know, just cruising around and happened to meet at, and I didn't know, of course, at that time. I met at a, a mutual friend's cousin's place and that's that's how that's how it met him. that's how it started and at that time obviously uh, you weren't dating right uh no no no, no. i just yeah i just met her at the time uh, is there a specific reason why you weren't dating at the time before you met her like had I'm you been no, hurt no 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 you know let, let me put it the heartbreak happens for everybody just, let's just be clear macabre yeah. heartbreak happens someone has broken your heart bro of course, what are you what? talking about? What? the fuck would want to do that? <laughs> if you haven't had your heart broken before, you should, you've got no business trying to, trying to live through life. That has to happen. Yeah. There's a certain, there's a certain um, feeling and emotion that comes out of it. There's a certain understanding on, on life from that point. I'm talking about proper heartbreak where you're like, you know what? Not nice, but you know, we'll get through it. It, it has to happen. And then that, that determines, that determines your engagement in life with people, um, especially when it comes to, to, to relationships. Most definitely. I've had my heart broken and I've learned from it 100%. So why, why uh, decide to get married at such a young age? Because if I'm you, dude, I'm trying to get as much pussy as I can. No, look, it's for my, when I got married, I was 33. I don't think it's young. I think that I left it. I left it late, actually, if you, if you ask me. But I think it was it was a good period. From, from my side, you know, everyone needs to, to 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 settle down in their lives. You know, whether it's I'm not saying you necessarily need to get married, but in my in my view, you know, I've, I wanted to start a family. I wanted to have kids. I wanted to have a have a, a, a decent or very good um, homely situation. And that that was my my you know I want to bring up my kids. I want to have you know companionship. I want to have a mother that's responsible. Um, and that can 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 aid in a bit <laughs> in bringing your family up. Yeah. So I, I honestly 
arrived at a, a, a bit late because I don't want to be that old, that old guy. You know? I don't want to be that old guy who's trying to live life in this in the in the in the in his sixties like he's thirty. You know? By the way, have you been to the hockey club, bro? Do you have the directions there? The hockey club. Yeah. I'm not sure what I know. Okay, good. Club. Okay, are you one of the good ones? All right, all right. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody. No, no, no. It's no secret, like, you know, uh, your, your dad's a polygamist. What about you? Do you ever plan on having, like, Istanbul? No, from my side, look, I, 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 I'm, I'm a traditionalist at heart. Um, you know, where life goes, life goes. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm not sure. I'm not out there trying to, you know, flavor, flavor it. <laughs> at the same time, you know, it's, 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 it's life. We live life and we see how, how it progresses. So it, it, could, you could, it could be something that you could do in the near future. We'll see. We, we live life, you know, nothing. I don't have a crystal ball yet. I, I don't know, but... We'll okay, see. okay. I can see a lot of ladies are happy regarding that. <laughs> All right, cool. So I've got some questions here for my chillers, ne? Um PH, not the DJ, uh, said, where did he get the funds to release to relocate to the UAE if his accounts were frozen? So, um, if you may repeat that question, I, I missed it. Who asked it? Who asked it? Uh, it's PH, one of my chillers. He says, where did he get the funds to relocate to the UAE if his accounts were frozen? All right. So, for PH, he needs to understand that we're business people. All right. Um, the whole point of, of being a businessman is to turn around profits. So, you know, we're not sitting on our hands hoping and praying for things to happen. Uh, we need to live life and we need to, to, to move on to, to the next thing. So for me, moving out um, is, is something that starting up a business is something that I can do anywhere in the world, not just in South Africa. You know, when you apply your trade, if, if, if you do what you do um, in South Africa, like yourself, and put you anywhere on God's green earth, you'll be able to do it. And that's exactly what I did. So you're there full time now? Yeah, um, I've been here for, for the most part full time, yes. Oh, nice. And- you know, you, you need, you need to, 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 to remember, I mean, that's... At the time when I moved, and I need to to emphasize this, it wasn't a decision. I'm like, ah, I'm packing up and I'm leaving. I'm upset with the world. No, that wasn't what it was. Um, I love South Africa. I believe in South Africa. And that's why I'm coming back to South Africa, because I believe that we have a lot of work to do. And I believe that uh, there's, there's a lot of contributions that I can still make. You know, I could have sat here and just been like, you know what, that's in my past now. I'm going to be part of the solution. I'm going to be part of, of, of what South Africa will be in the next 10 to 15 years. There's, there's no doubt about that. So me being in, 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 in the UAE wasn't by choice. It was by circumstance, you know, and the circumstances at that time were, I can't live in South Africa. I can't, you know, there's bills I can't pay, debit orders, uh, debits that don't go off on, on my account. I, just, I didn't have any, any existence in the financial um, set up in South Africa. So how am I supposed to live? I'm going to sit there and, 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 and do what? So I needed to come up with a plan B and I came up with a plan B. And it's turned out to be a great plan B, if you ask me. Uh, Boki asked, who's your favorite Gupta? So Boki. Yeah, Boki. Boki, I don't know. This, this Gupta's question just keeps popping up all the time. They, they're all my favorites. Um, there's, there's a whole host of them. There's... Um, the, the the brothers that are spoken about this, their children, um, you know, wonderful people. They, the favorite, I'd say I spent a time with a gentleman named Tony. That was Tony. most, yeah. Do you still remember how you met them? Uh, yeah, 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 of course I do. Of yeah. course I do. 
what was happening? Yeah. It was a normal day cruising it was around. Just another, just another day in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> another day in the hood. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> right. you know the thing is McGee will try and, and trivialize it We meet people all the time There's some people that we, we've enjoyed meeting There's others that we don't remember meeting um, I enjoyed meeting the first time I, I enjoyed their outlook On, on how things are done um, And that's what attracted me To them you know? So it was, it was another day in the hood man why do you think the whole country is so fascinated with your relationship with them? Like, that's all everybody wants to know. Yeah, um, I think it is, it is a infatuation more than a, than a, a fascination. I think, and, and what I've realized is there needs to be fingers pointed um, in, 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 in a lot of situations. So there's a lot of things that might go right, there's a lot of things that might go wrong, and they need to be scapegoats. Um, there needs to be fingers pointed at, at people that may have done the wrong thing or uh, alleged to have done the wrong thing. And the reason why I think people have a whole, this whole level of attention on it is we've been accused of a host of things, including myself. And yo, I'm sitting, I'm talking to you today, talking about all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Purely <laughs> um, <laughs> because what has been said has not translated to the situation at hand. So there are a lot of people, yeah, but this guy, even the line of questioning that you're throwing at me, ah, he's disappeared, this and that, no. Mm. We are going nowhere. Mm. Uh, we've had, to, well, I've had to to just sort a few things out, reinvent myself, recalculate a few things, and and you know carry on with life into the next chapter. So the the, the fascination will definitely disappear. Every right. period in, in history has got a fascination with people. Um, unfortunately for us, we were supposed to be the scapegoats, and do I look like a scapegoat to you, man? Nah, not at all, my G. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. All right, I uh, got another question here from Pumlan Lovu. She says, Is he dating Tulimpongolo? The streets are talking. <laughs> to the streets of who's streets? <laughs> I don't know, clearly wherever Pumla's at. <laughs> All right, so look, from, from my side, there's 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 one thing that I've never done. I, I do not comment on streets talking, I do not comment on allegations and and uh, um, gossip mongering. It's not it's not what I do. Mm. Uh, facts, figures, talk to me, we'll have a, a conversation. For me to have to, to worry about what people are saying, because now if, for example, if I answer that question, there'll be a whole host of other allegations. Now I've opened up the door to say, okay, if I've answered on, 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 on this topic, then I should be open and honest enough to, to answer on, on, on various other topics. And you know, I don't want to put myself in that position because I don't owe anyone an explanation when it comes to my personal ongoing, <laughs> that are my business. Yeah, but, but it's not um, that deep, bro. If you're smashing, you're smashing. I mean, you know, you're a guy. What do you think? I think you are. So let's let's do this. Have you have you spoken to to Tuli? Have you has, has, has anyone gotten her side of the story? No, no, no. I've tried to interview her last year sometime, but uh, we couldn't make it happen. But no. Talking about no, I'm, I'm I'm not sure. I'm asking. Maybe you come. Has, has she commented or anything? Has she been given? Nah, not that I know. Not that I know of. Uh, no, look, I, I wish I wish people had given her the opportunity. I don't know what the story is, but I can comment on what I know. Yeah. And just this once, you know, because it's you and you know, I love you, dog. Yeah. I'll, 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 let, me, let me comment on it. Just just this once. Okay. Um, I'm not smashing. Let's just start. It. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So it, it, it popped up and... I don't know where it popped up from. And the, the unfortunate thing is that there have been a lot of media reports of this nature and of 
other nature, uh, corruption, fraud that have popped up that are untrue, and this is one of them. Um, you know, I, I'm, the, I'm not the one to, to um, acknowledge it or to accept it or deny it, but in, in this case, the reason why I'm going to say this is we need to, to just relook at the way things are, are done, especially when it comes to, to media reporting and stuff, because, you know, the media destroys a lot of people's lives. True. The people that look at this headline, they'll read it and automatically it's true. There you, you thought, well, you think that, that I've, I've been busy. And, yeah. and that's, let, me, let me just um, say this. Um, she's a beautiful young lady. She's, uh, I've, I've, I've only heard of her now. I've, I don't know who she was. I mean, I mind my own business. It's not something I'd get involved in. Beautiful young lady. She's doing a thing and, and all the best for whatever it is that she's doing. And, and I only wish her the best. But I do not know her. Let's just stop there. Point number one, I don't know her. Point number two, I've never met her. Um, and well, the third and obvious point is I'll, I'll categorically deny it. Um, not that I have to, but you know, why? Why must I explain myself to to people, whether whatever the case the case is? But in this case, you know, I, I started getting you know people send me stuff, hey, what's and I'm like, yeah. yeah. Do I look like a place? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a place. You know, maybe in, in, in 40 years' time, um, maybe, right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, there's, there's, there's a sponsor trips that apparently I've, I've been a part of sponsoring um, here in, in Dubai. People travel to Dubai all the time. Mm. Not just a lot of people travel here and they, they do what they need to do. They have their fun, um, you know, and, and that's attributed to me. That's, that's unfair, but what, it is what it is. Well, what do you think about the whole blesser slay queen life? But I think it's uh, everyone. Uh, you know, I'm not here to judge. Everyone does what they need to do, man. If if if, if people feel that's that's the the way to 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 picking up that bag, then or receiving the bag, that's that's what they need to do, man. Um, I'm not here to judge. Uh, everyone's got their own set of circumstances that they, they 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 live by, and they need to come out of. They do what they need to do. That's you know, I'm not going to judge. No blesser, and I'm not going to judge. No slay queen. Fantastic. Okay, cool. parties. Uh, i got another question here from Karava. Karava says, ask the brew about his honest feeling about Julius Malema. All right. Karabo, I think this is also another question that I get asked all the time, but thank you for that question, sir. My, my, my honest feeling is, I think he's a, he's, 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 he's a, he's a great guy. I don't know. I've, um, I've only ever met him once, as I recollect. It was 20... 10, maybe 2011, somewhere back then. So I can't give, I can't give an honest opinion to say, no, I've, I've sat with him, we've, we've discussed this, this is the feeling I get. So from an interpersonal perspective, I can't, I don't have that, that commentary, you know. But, but what I can say is, and then I've, I've said this before, is, you know, he's, he's done his thing. Um, whatever, whether people like it or, or not, he's, he's there. Um, he's, he's put himself in a position where he's doing what he needs to do, how he believes it needs to be done, whether... I or anyone, uh, any one of us agree with it or not. And, you know, all the best to him. Uh, but the one thing I, I will say is, you know, um, from my side, when it comes to sowing division based on, on, on racial lines, I'm, I'm not for it. You know, as, 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 much as, as much as, you know, a lot of us have been disrespected even by the white race over a period of time up until today. Uh, we've been called all sorts of names. Uh, we, we know what it is, man, you know, but at the end of the day, I still believe that's not the way. We're here to to pull together. If we're not going to work together, that's we're not going to get this this country right. You know, if if and this is it. Uh, you can quote me on this. Mm. If we're not going to work together, if we think we're just going to discard 
um, the white race in South Africa and them not being a part of the future of this country, never mind the issues that might be had or are um, um, in the atmosphere there when it comes to, to terrible racial relations, we, we're wasting our time. We need to acknowledge, I mean, from both sides, and especially um, from people that are, are racializing everything, even politically. We need to acknowledge that these are the issues. How do we get past those issues? We don't have to like each other. It would be great if we, we liked each other, but we don't have to, because we all want to see the same outcome. We want a prosperous country, which means a prosperous life for all of us, which means swollen middle class, which means everyone doing well. That's all we want. You know, we don't have to like each other for that to happen, but we need to respect each other. 100%. And then uh, Buyolo says, what does he think of the SA hip-hop game? <laughs> the SA hip-hop game? Well, uh, I think it's, it's evolved. Um, amazing. That, that's, that's my view. Um, if you look at the time from the pre-90s in South Africa, you know, to, to you know, we started off with, with um, some of the originators and at that time, Prophets of the City and um, there's a whole bunch of other guys that, that, that popped up at that time. Up until where it's at now, it's at an amazing space. Especially when, if you look at the, the music breakdown in, in, in South Africa, where hip-hop hasn't been a mainstream genre. You know, it was shunned upon for, for a long time. And then a lot of guys that have carried it through, um, who may not get their dues um, because of, of them maybe not being relevant at this moment. But the, the hip-hop game has come a long way. Um, it's become very competitive, not just in South Africa or in Africa, but in the world. And who, uh, who, who are you fucking with right now? Right now, um, let's see. I've, I've, I've listened to well, the, 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 the usual suspects. You know, there's there's the the Caspers of this world who's you know he's done some amazing things. He's he's elevated the game to another level. You've got um, AKA. I mean, that goes without saying. He's done very well. You know, I like what he's done. Um, the nasty Cs. I mean. He's doing his thing, you know, right now he's, he's, he's on fire. Yeah. And then there's this guy that popped up, you know, there's, there's, there's the, the A Reese's of this world. I don't know where he's disappeared to, but there's some, there's some, some, some great talent out there. And on the female side as well, there's been some great talent that, that has come up. So everyone is, 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 is pushing the boundaries. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where, where that game goes to uh, from this point um, onwards. Um, Ricky Rick, shout outs, you know, good dude. He's, he's done well. I like, I like the niche lane that he's in. Mm. Uh, and the, just the way hip-hop has also fused uh, um, with um, the other genres. Yeah, I'm a uh, piano and stuff, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, it's, it's, and you know, the funny thing is you should be sitting in, them in the middle of a, of a lounge or a hotel lobby here in, 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 in Dubai, and the next thing, yo, the tunes come out and it's like, <laughs> okay, that's what we realize. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a live one. We've got a live one. Yeah. Hi. Let me introduce you. Hello. This is the executive chairman of the DMCC, Dubai Multi Commodity Center, um, out of out, out of JLT. We're actually sitting in a building called the Almas Tower, which is uh, I don't want to steal a standard, but which is um, the, the, the hub of, of the DMCC, um, the, the the diamond trade, um, the gold trade, the coffee, tea. Wow. Like I said um, earlier on, when we were speaking offline. Um, it's between 18 and 20,000 registered companies. 18, 18,000 companies. 18,000. And yeah. this has been the number one free zone um, for the past six years. We've past just six recently won yeah. our sixth award. So his name is Ahmed bin Suleim. Um, he's a business leader here, a very good friend of mine. Um, we're actually having a series of meetings here today. I'm actually sitting in his building. DMCC's so. initiative was, uh, it was an, 
I worked, I joined DMCC in 2001 when it was conceptual. We unveiled it in April 2002. Yes. I was the chief officer. How old are you? You have to, you have to mention all that. I turned 42 in March. But But you're young, Stamuz. When you started off, you were? 22. I joined to, to work all day and gain work experience. One thing led to another and this small concept of a project which people thought wouldn't work uh, became a reality. So much so that DMCC Free Zone as business community contributes 10% to Dubai's GTP. Wow. Um, we've had successes. I mean, uh, on, on the tea side, Dubai re-exports 60% of world teas. We have our Dubai Tea Trading Center that provides blending, packaging, um, testing. It has a business uh, center. We've based it in Jebel Ali South because we wanted to put it in a, in a custom bonded free zone. Um, and uh, Dubai re-exports 60% of world teas. Now, looking at that and knowing that 80% of countries that produce teas also produce coffee, we couldn't ignore the coffee side. So a few years ago, We, we looked into the coffee business. We launched it about, I think, two years back. And uh, and it's growing phenomenally so much that we've announced that we're going to expand our tea center and, and, and coffee center, tripling the size. So the coffee center provides blending, packaging, roasting facilities, a business center, training uh, institute as well, and, um, and anything the, the market would like. So early on, about 19 years ago or so, The focus was Africa always to, to bring the Indian trade and the African trade in Dubai and, and, and take advantage of the redistribution strength of Dubai itself. Um, for I give you an example, one of the Kenyan, the Kenyan tea trading authority, for some of their businesses, it makes sense for them to ship their teas from Kenya to, I guess, Yemen and, and other regions. Mm. But they are Dubai to focus on Eastern Europe, Kazakhstan and these places. Now every trader, every businessman has their own uh, philosophy on how, what works and what they want to focus on. We don't interfere too much, but we advise them as best as, best as we can. Awesome, awesome. And do you plan on buying Man United anytime soon? Because it sounds like you have the money. And we need new owners there at Man United. Manchester United. <laughs> uh, Would you buy them? Uh, I'm a big fan. I mean, uh, Cantona won me over. <laughs> won me over. But what you should be, be asking is, 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 is interest in the LA Lakers. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I don't have a budget for these things. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm more of a Kobe Bryant fan. So much that we managed to bring Kobe Bryant to Elmas Tower back in 2013. He set up his company and we gave him a special digit, the number 24 on his license. And it was the focus was sports and uh, and media, I believe. Yeah, and what do you yeah. think about uh, Dudu Zani? Because you've been working with him for a while. What do you think about him as a person? You know what I like about Dudu Zani and Kobe Bryant is, is their human side. They, 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 they are so down to earth, so, so polite, and, and, uh, and that's something I like. You know, you, you, I don't know what to expect when I meet people like them. Yeah. But that, that's the part that, uh, that I really like. Yeah, you heard the that. friendship at the end of the day. I barely talk about business with him. You know, it's mostly boxing, sports, and stuff like that. Yeah, man. I, I've never been to uh, Dubai, but I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully when I come through, I'll be able to meet you as well. And we can do uh, uh, an interview. Yeah. We even have a, uh, the, the bandwidth of one of the radio stations, um, uh, Dubai, uh, I'm embarrassed now, I can't pronounce Virgin it. Radio. No, ARN Radio, no, not Virgin, ARN. They use our uh, tower 
to to reach to reach to all their listeners. So this is one of the this is the tallest diamond tower in the world. It's the tallest commercial tower in the Middle East. It's uh, 63 floors, uh, fully occupied. Um, we have about 78 towers in the free zone. We have 100,000 people working and living here, and I'm proud to say that we have representation from pretty much all over the world. You know, we we source our coffees from multiple regions in Africa, from Nepal and other places, and even new regions like Angola, even Central African Republic. We talk to them about diamonds and stuff, but the Minister of Mines tells me that they used to have good coffee farms. So it's an interesting and developing uh, story. Yeah. All right, to design it. Before we wrap it up, man, um, I was so excited because my my um, my woman told me the other day. This is how I find out things from my woman, by the way. Uh, she told me. Before you do, sorry to interrupt. My policy, but but yes, before she... you do that, the, re- the reason why it's it's important, and, and this is what I, I need to stress. Yes. Um, what uh, Mr. Bin Sulaim has done over um, a period of time is built up the number one free zone in, in in Dubai, and the reason why this is important is we need to give. Youngsters an opportunity to shuffle. In this region, they've given he's one of many where the the the, the is his excellency the highness um, in both Emirates, Abu Dhabi and Dubai, and specifically Dubai because we live here. Have given young people an opportunity to showcase their talents. At 22, he started. 20 years later, it's been the number one free zone for the past six years, and this is this is very important because we need to change the way things are done in South Africa. If we're not going to give young people an opportunity to get involved. In whatever sphere, business, politics, whatever, to 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 do what they need to do, and to be given that opportunity to to fail if they need to fail, then we're going nowhere. We will be depending on our elders, no doubt. We respect them. We learn from their from their experiences. But if we're not going to give youngsters a chance to do what they need to do and drive South Africa to to the future that it deserves, then we might as well just wrap it up and 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 forget about this one. So I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, and and it leads Thank me you. to my to my next question because um, that's why. When my woman told me that she want to run for presidency in 2024, I was so excited. I'm like, "Fuck! Finally, someone young, you know, can inject some uh, young, uh, fresh ideas uh, into what we already have and what already exists." Uh, what's the vision with that, man? Because that's exciting for me. Like, I haven't been this excited about politics in a very long time. Uh, I think, to put it simply, the vision, and uh, you know, over time, it'll 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 explain itself. Um, it'll unveil. Um, the way it needs to unveil, but as it stands, the, the 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 premise behind it is there is no way that South Africa, as we sit today, in the next ten, fifteen to twenty years, is going to be led commercially, politically, by um, the, the 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 elder generation into what we expect it to be. So, like I said, with all due respect to, and I mean, a lot of these people are our parents as well. But there's no way that a a, a 60 or 70 year old can have a 10, 15 year vision on where South Africa should be when a lot of them will not be here. Forget about politically, but just physically. Physically, yeah. That, that vision needs to be driven by a much younger generation to say, guys, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, we'll still be here. We're going to see through. Uh, we're going to see this journey through, um, and, and it starts now. So as much as we're talking, we're having fun. Um, And 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 touching upon a, a whole host of of, of 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 different topics, it's not something that we, we we're not in the business of business of talking. I'm not someone that stands on podiums and speaks. Um, I, I I'm an, I'm an action man. That's what I do. Um, and and I've got like-minded people around me who who believe in in doing things and and taking things forward. So the vision is simple. This country, South Africa, of course, is going to be driven by the younger generation 
for the next five, 10, 15 years. We're not going to depend on people. I mean, and that is driven by a lot of the stuff we see. Um, you take a look at Parliament, for example. One of the most um, unfortunate things that we see is, you know, that the average age in, in our parliamentarian is what? 65, 68, Shit, somewhere. damn. Um, you know, I stand to be corrected, but I mean, it's, it's, it's up there. Mm. And there's those videos and pictures that, that make their rounds where some of the guys are dozing off and, and sleeping. You know, there's, there's no contribution um, that's, that's coming, that should be coming on one end. On the other end, you've got a, a bunch of, of, of men and women, young, energetic, um, who are trying to get things moving. But the unfortunate thing is they're very antagonistic about it and, and very disrespectful about it. You know, we need to respect each other. And then on the other end, there's just people sitting there just waiting for people to make mistakes and then they, they jump in and they're not contributing to a discourse that's going to move us forward. So what I'm saying, and, and it's not me because I'm some superhero, it's, it's what, what, I've, what I've seen, what I've experienced, and then, you know, bringing in the, the business field and, and the, 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 the limitations that we've seen, the glass ceilings that, that exist um, within the business world, um, the way things have been done politically. There's a very traditional way of doing of, of engaging politics. In 100%, South Africa. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's changing. Mm. We heard it, it's changing. Uh, people can try and say whatever they want to say. Uh, this is my guarantee, mark it down. The way politics in South Africa is going to go from this point onwards is a completely, completely different ballgame. It needs to change. You know, we're trying to, 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 to come up with solutions and do things um, the way we've been doing it for the past 100, almost 110 years. Hmm. No. You know, there's a new, there's, there's, there's new generations that have come up. We've got the energy to do so. We've got some understanding of, of, of how it needs to be done. You know, we're not just based in South Africa. South Africa is, is but a cog in the wheel in the way the world works. There's an African play that we need to fit into. We need to get ourselves right because for the longest period, we've been the leader in Africa, um, the African geopolitics, you know, not just economically, but politically. They've looked to South Africa. Now, if we are lacking in, in that space, uh, there's no there's no future growth you know if you look at just how how, how um, youth politics is, is is looked at in South Africa it's, it's shunned upon you look at the ANC youth league you know just to to speak about um, the glorious movement um, mm. they've, they've, they've shut the youth voice down you know um, we need to change that we need to get everyone involved this is going to take everyone's involvement um, and we're going to take it to the next level I'm here use me yeah um, I've taken shots. I'll continue to take those shots. I'm happy to take those shots. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be one of those people walking on the front line. Use me however you need to, to, to use me, but we're moving forward, and that's just what it is. And why now? Why did you decide to do this now? But it's, it's, and like I said earlier on, I've, uh, primarily I've been, I've been a businessman my, my, my whole life. That's, that's the, the route that I've, I've walked. And then there's certain experiences that I've, I've experienced from as being a businessman. Um, and I, I say this in all due respect to, to, to our leaders that exist out there. If you look at the political playing field across the board, um, there are not many, if any, um, political leaders that have run their own businesses, that have had to start up their own businesses. They're career politicians, right? So when it comes to setting up the rules and regulations, when it comes to the macro, macroeconomic um, terms and conditions that are put into to play. Uh, Treasury, um, the Ministry of Finance, yes. Presidency, all these sorts of things. It doesn't translate to, to the way some of us see it. Hmm. Now we're saying, but you guys are talking about all these weird and wonderful things and, and, and how to access the information, the assistance, 
um, in which, whichever form. But in reality, we know that's not possible. Right? So what I'm saying is there needs to be a whole level of people that are in touch, uh, in tune with, with where South Africa is now. Mm. A lot of our leaders are out of touch. That's just a fact. Mm. Uh, I can more than out of touch. They don't understand what's going on. They don't walk on the ground. You know, um, and you know, just and I don't want to take up much of your time, but an interesting example is I was in South Africa a week and a half ago, mm. and I saw a headline said um, I was spotted at um, in Kwamashu and Umlazi and at Max and whatever else. And the headline on, on I think it was Times Live said that um, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember, but um, I was spotted at a wild party. Yes, I saw and that. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. It's like there's more important things going on in the world than me. Moving around, you know, for family. <laughs> I'm family I haven't seen since the beginning of lockdown. But the way it was portrayed is, it's as if I was just out there having a good old time. Yep, in these trying times. Mm. Yeah, in these trying times. I was there. These are people that have supported us and and we support their businesses. Mm. And the interesting thing, a lot of them are saying, look, we've had our lives turned around. This is all that we have to feed our families. Whether it's a shisanyama, a car, whatever it is. Yep. And now. Interesting part is I arrived there and fortunately people were showing me the love that they showed me. I mean, I'm not going to take away from that. I appreciate mm. um, and, and, you know, people taking pictures and, and whatever else. And during that period of time, you know, and then why, why I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting the, the headline saying wild party. It wasn't a wild party. Mm. It was people. when I was taking pictures and meeting, meeting um, some of these people that they were saying things to me. Mm. And some of the saying is what's next mm. you know and I'm like okay what do you mean no, we believe in you whatever you need we've you know you've got our support but what's next you know they say we've been let down the lockdown so there's different as this is going on people are whispering in my ear these are discussions that I'm engaging in saying you know, things need to change yeah we can't change we believe that you can be at least one of the people that, that can affect these changes so whatever you need to do please do it and those and people then, represent majority of people in the country right? yeah it was not a wild party. What I saw is people, yes, people enjoy having a good drink in, in, in South Africa, and that's what it is. But for the most part of it, I felt people were, were drowning the sorrows away. It yeah. was not. Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't a wild party. You know, they were, they were happy to see each other, but they were dry, uh, drowning their sorrows away. They, didn't, they don't know what's next. Mm. A lot of them are unemployed. They've lost their jobs. Um, there's a looming, there's a threat of a looming lockdown. They're like, look, if that happens, we are completely, we're dead already. I don't know what to do. So those are the discussions we were having. And that was the, the, the basis of some of those engagements as we were taking pictures. Yeah. So no one responded. There was nothing to celebrate. Yeah. It's just people trying to see what is next. And you know, you know very well, these, mm. these communal areas, um, it's just places where businesses discuss, that's where people catch up on politics, family issues. So that's the setting of it. It's not now. Just a wild party, popping bottles. That was, it's, it's not that. Hundred percent, man. Dudesani, thank you so much for spending time with me. Uh, just in closing, I always ask people this: What do you want to be remembered as when it's all said and done? Simple, a game changer. We're here to change the game. What everything that 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 I've been a part of, whether it's it's perceived positively, positively or negatively, game changing, big impact. If we're not going to dream, dream big, if we're not going to do things at a level where we should be doing. We can't expect anyone else to do it. So I, 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 walk, I walk that that walk and I talk that talk. So if people say, oh, but what are you talking about? No, I'm putting my neck out there. It's not an easy thing to do. It comes with the criticism, it comes with the bashing and, 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 and but I'm saying I'm willing to do that because I believe it can be done. So my, my, my parting words is 
big impact. If people are going to, if you're going to do something, it needs to be hard hitting and it needs to be a game changer. Otherwise, why are we doing? It? We need to push it to the next level. Dude, I wish we were voting tomorrow, man, because you got my vote, bro. No, no, I'm gonna, yo, don't worry. For voting day, I'm standing right next to you. Come on, pick you up on that. <laughs> but once again, um, I need to stress that making a difference is not just purely um, getting involved in politics. The reason why I'm taking that angle is because I understand if if we don't shape and change things when it comes to rules, regulations, terms and conditions, some laws, um, we're wasting our time. The, the playing field, the barriers to entry, we can butt our heads against a brick wall. We're not going to get there. We just need to level the playing field. We're not asking for favors. All we're saying is, guys, these rules need to change. Mm. And everyone is in charge. But now if, you, if a certain set of rules benefit a certain um, type of person, that's a problem. So we're just saying we can do that outside of politics. We have been doing that. But if we want big impact, if we want game changing, it needs to be done at the highest level. And that's where I'm coming from. 100%. I totally agree with you. To Zani, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate this. And uh, if you need a minister of finance or groove, you know, you got my number now. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But um, I'm looking forward to just seeing the next time I actually will come through to your studios and then check you out. Um, uh, I wish I was there. You Definitely, know, um, man. I, I, I would love that. I'm, I'm looking forward. And thank you very much for, for your time and for this opportunity. I highly appreciate it, my brother. And then I'll finally introduce you to Tuli Pongolo, ne? Yeah, that's more than welcome. More than welcome. <laughs> Take care, my brother. Thank you very much. This week at Macy's, discover big savings on fashion and home essentials. Keep warm and stay on trend with specials on coats for him and her, 60 to 65% off. Get 25% off women's shoes for any weather. And refresh your space with select Charter Club bedding and bath collections, now 50% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.